0: Hi, I'm Patricia Quinn, Magenta from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and check out Gruesome Herzog and John Gilling!
1: Woo!
2: This is the President. Mr. President, we have a situation. He was trained to kill. CIA, FBI, DEA all rolled up in the war. Then left for dead.
0: Uh, I know what they did to your family.
2: And now he's back. Machete. For his most dangerous mission yet. We need you, Machete. There's a revolutionary south something to burn. He's got a missile aimed at Washington. I had his art? I got mine. Machete, go kick some ass I'll be your handler
0: You ready for this? Good for calls, texts, tweets
2: Machete don't tweet The enemy may have a missile But we Have machete Machete kills That's what he does You can't beat my army of super soldiers
0: Bring me my double D's Hook
2: her up, lover boy! You've seen my face. Muy bien, indeed. I smell fish taco. <laughs> Let's get
1: Let's
2: do this. You can't beat me. No! Because I know your every move Nobody knows machete yeah. Machete kills Damn you're good
1: There's John Gillin in the UK Co-host great Gruesome Herzog Tonight a very special guest Been looking forward to this for a while Earl Lamont How are you?
0: I'm good. Hi. How are you guys?
1: We're fine. No, I'm good. fine. Uh, it's really nice uh, to have you on. Like I said, I've been looking forward to it. Uh, opening question, as usual. Can I ask how you got into acting in the first place?
0: Well, um, I had done a little bit of acting in school, like in elementary school, junior high, things like that. Um, and I was sort of talked into doing uh, the Miss Texas pageant the Miss Texas USA pageant and um, the, the gym that I trained at wanted to sponsor someone and kind of talked me into doing it well I won the local preliminary which was Miss Lake Whitney and then um, during the time that I was Miss Lake Whitney there was a film shooting um, that was about professional inland water sports and they were using the lake and they saw all of my pictures up for the promo for the lake and asked me to be in the film um, so once I wrapped shooting on that film I realized how much I missed it and so I completely switched majors switched gears changed everything and went to school for a film nice hmm,
1: that's cool good way to start <laughs> uh, right and um, can we go on to ask you to discuss a few of your films that you've been in
0: Sure, Um, the most recent one to be released Was Machete Kills That was the Robert Rodriguez sequel to Machete Um, I play a female assassin Named Dollface Very fun character (laughs) Nice shiny 357 that I get to shoot And you know, there's crazy explosions And all kinds of fun for everyone Um, That's been the most recent to hit theaters Um, As soon as we finished this podcast today, I'm actually going to view um, another film that I, I shot that's about to be released called Wisdom, and that one was directed by Daniel Baldwin. That oh. one that one was a lot of fun to work on, too, so I'm, I'm getting to come in and take a look at that before they start um, deciding how they're going to release it. Um, but yeah, so I don't, don't exactly know how that one turned out yet. Um, I've heard a lot of good things from the production, so Hopefully that one that one does really well also.
1: And what what was it like working with uh, Robert Rob, Rob Um
0: <laughs> No, this is my right? I've worked with him on three different things so far. Um, I I worked with him on Spy Kids Four, Machete Kills, and the BlackBerry Project Green Screen. Um, he's a really really easy guy to to work with. Um, he's he's very quiet, soft spoken. Um, He knows what he wants, so he'll talk to you about it ahead of time. There's not a whole lot of of rehearsals and things that happen on set because, you know, he's already had those kinds of conversations with everyone before we actually get to that point. Um, The crew, you know, he he recycles a lot of the same crew for all of his projects. He's pretty loyal to them. They're pretty loyal to him. Um, Everyone's really happy. They all enjoy working there, which just makes for a good environment altogether, you know.
1: I, I haven't seen the film yet, but the trailer just looks amazing. (laughs) <laughs> it really does.
0: Yeah, it's definitely um, got all of the over-the-top, um, crazy antics and and one-liners and everything that everybody loves to you know go see. And it's
1: got Danny Trejo that we all love as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can we go back and uh, go over a few of your earlier films if you don't mind? Just run through them. Sure. Sure. A Night to Remember, because <laughs> that was an early one.
0: Yes. Um, A Night to Remember was actually A student short I did Right out of school Um It it actually premiered at Um That particular school's Uh South by Southwest screening Um And then my first lead role In a film was Devil's Gravestone That was an indie horror film Um didn't have a whole lot of budget on that one, but you know the script was the script was really good. It was a lot of fun to work on. It was a thirty-three day production, and I was on set for thirty of those days. <laughs> wow! Um, and then immediately after *Devil's Gravestone*, I did a film called *Strings*. Um, I think I actually had thirty-six hours off between the two films, but *Strings* blew up in two thousand eleven on the festival circuit, and um, it was directed by Mark Dennis and Ben Foster. Every, every festival that we were eligible for an award at, we actually won <laughs> some oh, wow. award. Um, I got a best actress nom for that. Um, we got a best ensemble cast, a lot of best director awards for it. Um, so that, that one kind of put me on the map. And then, um, recently I have, I've done a lot of really fun films that, that your fans are definitely going to love. There's a film called Varsity Blood. It's a nice high school slasher cabin in the woods high school cheerleader style film so that one's going to be a lot of fun whenever it comes out the trailer is out right now for that one as well
1: yeah i (laughs) watched the trailer a couple of nights ago
0: oh did you what did you think
1: yeah excellent (laughs) can't wait to watch it
0: (laughs) yeah i think that one's going to be a lot of fun for audiences
1: you had a you
2: had a uncredited zombie in risen
0: Yes. Um yeah, Risen was um that was my first semester in school as a as a an actor. You know, I was originally a criminal psych major. Um but we found out that this film was shooting. I I went to a a college in Waco, Texas and nothing really happens there as far as film. So when when we got something like that, everyone wanted to work on it. Um I ended up being like a featured extra zombie in the Civic Center Battle you know, scene. Um, I think I was maybe in like two shots <laughs> for that one. <laughs> a lot of fun to work on for sure. Definitely a lot of good um, good effects makeup I thought in that one. Strings Strings is online in a lot of different um, websites as well. I think you can see that one for free on Hulu, but it's also on Netflix, um, iTunes, Barnes and Noble, Hastings, all of these different types of internet downloadable movie sites as well.
1: Cool. Oh, that's excellent.
0: Um, um,
1: we, we brushed over one uh, Black Latino.
0: Black Latino. Um, that one was directed by Elizabeth Avalon's son. We shot that one probably about three years ago. It was about um, half black, half Latino um, high school kid who just you know can't quite seem to figure out where he fits in the grand scheme of things. His his mother kind of falls in with the wrong guy and um i was actually an fbi agent that was seeking out that guy so um my role in that one was kind of not one of the not one of the friendly characters <laughs> 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 and then um i have i have one right now that we still have pickups to shoot uh later this year for it's called el way um and that one is a modern take on mexican folklore so they touch on you know, a modern twist on, uh, El Chupacabra. Um, I play, uh, Lilith Maines, who is the, the embodiment of La Llorona. Are you guys familiar with, with that folklore yes, tale? Yes. Yes. Um, so, th- so that one's going to be uh, really interesting as well. We've got some really incredible, you know, ancient Aztec flashbacks. And then we've got, you know, the, the modern, the modern take on it where El Chupacabra is more of a, kind of more of a werewolf-type character than the, you know, little monster dog-type creature. Um, So that one should be pretty interesting. Uh, It kind of, you know, spins things in a different direction for the horror fans um, as well.
2: Well, there's a short film, Top Story. It's with a buddy of mine, Garrett Hargrove.
0: Garrett is such a fun guy to work with. How do you know him?
2: Know him from uh, the industry of
1: uh,
2: reviewing movies? and and
0: Yeah. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun to work on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Recess?
0: Recess. Um, yes, that one is a short that went to the Cannes Film Festival last year, and we actually sold the film while we were there to Shorts International. Oh, wow. Um, so that one's got a pretty good story to it. It's a three-minute short. Um Never, never suspected that a three-minute short would get so much attention. But you know, it was on the festival circuit the same time as Strings was, and it was winning just as many awards. It um, was—I forget how many different festivals it went to, but I think it was something like in the 20s. Um, But it's about this little boy who, you know, on the recess playground, he just doesn't really seem to fit in, and he finds a friend in the most. Unexpected way. I can't really tell you what happens because then that'll give it up. Right. But um, pretty, pretty crazy twist at the end of that one.
1: Is, is that one? Is that one available to watch anywhere?
0: Um, it is available if you go to the um, it's unsportsmanlike.tv. And there's a hidden link, so you kind of have to fish around and find the Easter egg on that one. That's cool. Yeah, that uh, one—that one's a lot of fun. Um, we we definitely get some some good responses from people when they see that one. Right,
1: uh, on down the line, another one.
0: On down the line, um, that was originally going to be a 20-minute film that we ended up just—we all kind of collaborated and, and, and had so much like chemistry and, and good energy on on set four that we ended up extending it to a feature length. It was shot in Comfort, Texas, which I don't know if either of you are familiar with, with small town Texas, but this is one of the smallest of the small towns. Um, we were in a farmhouse, the entire cast and crew, uh, minus a few people who, who just came in and out as day players, but the, the bulk of the, the regulars stayed in that house the entire time that we were shooting. So we all got really, really uh comfortable with each other by the end of that one. It's it's about this couple who they inherit a house, um uh his his sister passes away and, and leaves the house to them and they're city people who come out into the country and they're gonna try to make it. Um they've kind of got this creepy, menacing um, caretaker of the farm who who kind of pops in and out and tells these like pretty horrific stories um, from time to time, kind of setting up the scene for everything to go wrong, of course. Um, but that one that one has has been doing pretty well. It's been getting some pretty good reviews as well.
1: Last night I watched um, episode one of Watching You, Knew, the web series.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: It's which is absolutely hilarious. I was going to it. <laughs> Is, is there an episode two because
0: I couldn't find episode two i recently received a word from the the director of the film or the director of the series that they are going to to pick up and and begin shooting the actual series so they've they've found the investors they need i'm not sure when we'll go into production on that but i i did just hear that we're going to uh, pick up the series
1: so that would be josh oh, so, thomas yes so that that was just a taste of that that episode. right
0: right right
1: and, and the six minute trailer for it was as funny as the episode itself
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that one was, was, really was really good um, Johnny Walter is the, the lead male in that series And while we were shooting Watching You We were also working on a feature um, In another town in Texas During the same time where we were also um, kind of pit opposite each other, you know, in the, the relationship scenario. So it was, it was interesting to bounce back and forth with, between two different characters with the same other person who's doing <laughs> the exact same thing at the same time. That's weird. That's uh, pretty
2: fun. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, um, the, the film community, it seems, it seems like such a big, big community, but I, I'm cast opposite some of the same actors over and over again, and so it, it really feels more like a like a small family type environment. I was in uh, San Antonio, Texas, early that morning to shoot, watching you, and and to shoot Johnny and I's breakup scene in that film. And then, as soon as we wrapped, drove straight to Austin, Texas, to um, do a breakup scene on the other film that we were working on together with a different guy in the film. So the it just it got so crazy and so like you know jumbled up for for a good weekend there i think that it, it was it was interesting but johnny walter and i we we worked on i think about five different projects now so so we usually do all right at bouncing back and forth
1: um got another web series prescribed
0: prescribed is about um the you know the pharma girls the girls that sell the pharmaceuticals to to doctors and hospitals and things um there's a guy who's you know down on his luck and he's not really uh being able to cover his bills and whatnot so he Interviews for this job As a pharmaceutical sales rep Realizes he's never going to get ahead Because he's a guy in in a world that's kind of dominated by women So he decides to (laughs) Cross-dress To (laughs) to get the job Um, I play the nemesis of the lead character in that uh, And I I end up finding out his his story And and busting him, essentially Uh, But that one's pretty fun I haven't heard whether or not that one's getting picked up or not yet but um, it would it would be nice to see where that story can go.
1: Cool. Um, Twenty thirteen. The wisdom to know the difference.
0: Yes, that is the Baldwin film that I have a screening for um, as soon as we finish this interview.
1: Uh, Did you say is... anything about it or?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an addiction recovery drama. Daniel Baldwin's character, you know, he's he's a recovering addict. Um, he ends up trying to help this girl. Um, who is also an addict, and I'm essentially I play the role of Candy. Um, I, I know the girl that he's looking for. I kind of help him find her and help him get her where she needs to be. So I'm I'm essentially his his sidekick in the in the film.
1: Cool. Um, we mentioned Second Impression.
0: That was the other fe- the feature that I was shooting the same time that we were shooting Watching You. Um, that one stars myself, Johnny Walter, and Donnie Boaz and it was directed by Wallace Weatherspoon. Um, in that film, uh, Donnie and I's character, we, you know, we're dating. It's not working out. Uh, we decide to take thirty days off to see what it is that we really want. Well, in that thirty days, he wakes up and his whole life is different that next morning, and so he's getting a taste of like what it would be like to have never known me, um, you know, and. And the the single life with all the girls in bars and, and, and strip clubs and things like that. Um, but then he's trying to get me back in that reality when I have no knowledge of who this person is. So there's kind of like a flip-flop of realities that happens there where there's about three different realities that, that happen in that scenario. It's, it's a pretty... Have you seen the trailer for that one? I
1: haven't. No, I haven't.
0: It's kind of... Um, like a bromantic comedy is, is what they're calling it. Yep. <laughs> it's got a lot of the like bro humor, frat guy humor, um, Aww. American pie style, you know, so that, that one's a lot of fun as well.
1: And another one, uh, Object 11.
0: Object 11 is still in development. Um, there's not a whole lot that I can say about that one right now. Um, it is a sci-fi movie. Um, that one, We'll we'll also have myself, Johnny Bohas, and Johnny Walter in it, oddly enough. But um, I'm not sure when we go into production on it. I'm not really sure where the production is standing currently. But the story is really interesting. It's got a lot of the supernatural-type elements to it, Um, you know, the the great battle between good and evil, and, of course, I'm evil. So that's, that's, that's what I like. Those are the characters that are the most interesting, in my opinion.
2: You have one called Sorrow in 2014.
0: Yes. Um we actually, really interesting. We just shot that one. So I shot Varsity Blood in January of this year, and then Sorrow, I believe, was in May. So it wasn't too long after that one. And that one's your, your good standard American horror story. It is based loosely on real events. These, these three killers are kind of just wrecking shop cross-country torturing killing you know it's it's that standard like slasher type it sounds good too yeah
1: um another one for next year i think uh 2014 uh flashes
0: flashes i actually just wrapped that one in september that is one of the best scripts i have ever read um, it's it's another sci-fi. It, uh, I'm I'm the female lead, and Donnie Boaz is the male lead. He he keeps flashing back and forth between these four different realities. Um, you know where he's he's totally different, a different person altogether in these different realities. And he's really just trying to get back to the one where he's happiest and he's with me. And I appear in three of the four realities as well as different variations of my same character. You know he's. There's a little bit for everyone in that one, you know. There's there's the love story. There's there's some horror. There's some action. There's not a whole lot that I'm allowed to say, but you know, there's some car crashes and some chases and things. So there's it's it's kind of one of those ones for everyone.
2: And you got a homeless man named Joe Grisafi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Joe. I got you again. Can't quite help myself.
1: Right onto a last one. Until it's done.
0: Until it's done, that's going to be a good old-fashioned revenge action badass type movie. There's a girl who, you know, sees sees her parents murdered when she's very young, like seven or eight years old. And then 15 years later, she comes back to try to find answers, find who killed them, and, and exact revenge on them. So that's kind of, you know, there are hitmen, dirty cops, uh, good cops... The girl on the revenge mission Lots of lots of shootouts And car chases in in that one Um there's there's a few That I'm going to be working on uh In November I have four features in November So far Uh, actually five now Um I am not cleared to talk about Many of them T and K is one That's going to have kind of that scanner Darkly cool world style feel To it um you know murder on the loose. I play a reporter that kind of checks in and, and tells the story periodically. but there are some pretty interesting names um, attached to that one i I can't release any of that information yet. I wish I could right but that one should be pretty fun pretty you know pretty cool rotoscoped um, anime overlay type type feel to it. On the sixth, I go to Baton Rouge to shoot a horror sci-fi that I am not allowed to say anything about, but is going to be a really, really interesting film that I would I would love to come back and talk to you guys about once I'm able to. I'm really excited about that one. Um, I have the lead role in that one, so that one should be some pretty hefty work.
1: Fine. What I wanted to ask was, um, being in Machete Kills is gonna go worldwide. Do you think that that might move your career in a different direction just through being in that film?
0: Um, well, it, it definitely has, um, m- you know, has more people talking about me and, and what I'm doing. Um, I think since the film came out, actually since about a month before Machete Kills released, I shot up to the top 5,000 on IMDb. So I've been I've been holding a place in the top 5,000 since then, which is really, really great. Just the, you know, the standing, good working relationship that I have with Robert and everyone at Troublemaker is is definitely helping especially with the launch of his new network Lray i'm sure you guys have heard about that
1: mm-hmm. right.
0: um you know i've i've already read for one of the first um projects that they're going to release onto Lray you know verdict is still out on casting at this point but that was that was a very recent read that i got that i'm pretty excited about but with with him opening up that network and and you know bringing all of this all of these projects and and more Original content to Texas. I mean, it's I mean, it's right outside of my house, essentially. You know, um, that definitely helped. You know, already already having worked with him and you know him knowing what I can bring and and to to his various projects is I think it's definitely helpful.
2: The I mean, Shitty Kills now it's in theaters right now. now. Yeah, has that changed a few things for you?
0: It 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 has. Um, you know, at the, the beginning of this year, um, on the tail end of Recess and Strings doing so well um, in the film festival circuit, I, I started getting um, more and more people contacting me and sending me scripts to to come in and, and audition for leads in, in their films. You know, I have this great script. I'd like you to read for it. Um, since Machete Kills has released... Those conversations have kind of gone more like I have this great role. I'd like you to read the script and see if you want it um, so there's there's a little bit more I think people have more confidence in offering me a part versus offering me an audition for a role right um, And they're kind of going straight to my agents now with that instead of you know the agent sending me out on on open castings and things
2: right, All right. that's cool.
0: So there's there's been some change in in that direction. It's only been out since the 11th, so we'll see how things go. Um there was a crazy article that <laughs> that hit on coed.com that that had a pretty good write up about me and me being in machete kills which you guys I don't know if you've seen that or not, but you might want to yeah, check that.
1: Yeah, I, I read that last night.
0: Well, I had no idea that that was actually going to happen. So things like that, I I'm definitely in the press more often now. Um Without actually knowing that I'm going, which is interesting. I don't know. You know, it's just been a lot of fun. the The guys at Troublemaker, you know, they're they're just great. Nina Proctor, she's one of the best costume designers that I've worked with, and she's just a great, great human. Tyler, you know, he's our armor, so he's the one giving me all of the cool guns and weapons and things. Like, you know, it's just the the overall experience has been so great. That I feel like things are only going to keep getting better I, I love it You know, I I don't really do anything but this I I don't really have a social life Because I'm always prepping for the next audition Or the next character in the next feature Or, or I'm training to get, you know To get my guns for the next Rodriguez audition um, <laughs> So it's just like my, my whole mindset is all about film And if I'm not working on something, I'm looking for the next thing to be on. This year has really been—I mean, it's been back to back to back projects. I've, like I said, I've got five coming up in November that <laughs> That's I'm. That's crazy. Doing. <laughs> um, I think I have eight in post-production on IMDb right now. I think last time I checked, but yeah, it's—you know—I I love to work, and everything just keeps getting busier and busier. So I'm just happier and happier. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, it's great having you on. I mean, you got a nice, nice body of work and you got a bunch of films that we talked about that I'm really anxious
1: to see. I hope when she becomes mega famous that she remembers Little You and Me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are going to have me back, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, anytime, anytime. Uh, but the question that I always save to the end is... What is your favorite? Gruesome, um... you need my question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, Last night, night before last, I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula for maybe the thousandth time. Um, that's definitely going to be one of my favorites, just because I'm I'm also a vampire fanatic. But I don't know. I have a hard time choosing favorites in movies.
1: If we could put you on the spot and say, just off off the top of your head, your, your current, what you would just throw out to say, oh, that's my favorite.
0: The majority of the movies I watch are all action movies or horror movies, and, and those are all going to be more... You know more of my favorites anyway. Um, just that genre in general. Um, I I would probably have to go with Dracula. Gary Oldman is one of my favorite actors all time. Yeah, he's, he's he's such a chameleon. You know, I mean, there are times where I'll watch a movie and not even realize that it's Gary Oldman in the film until the yeah. credits roll. And that's just that's something to strive for, I think.
1: Is that someone that that you'd like to work with?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: cause I think he'd be amazing to work with.
0: Yeah, I would, I would absolutely love it.
1: All
2: right, well, El, thanks for coming on. Uh, a lot of interesting projects, and I'm um,
1: wishing you all the best. And we'll have you back on again.
0: Okay, I look forward to it.
1: Yeah, anytime you want to come on and to- talk about a new project, more than welcome. Carry on being successful and enjoying yourself.
0: All right, well, thank you guys for having me out.
1: Thank you very much. Cool. Take thank care. You. Mm-hmm. We'll see Bye. you. Bye.